Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Is up, friends. Welcome to Shift Drink on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I don't know if it's because my headphones are a little bit louder today, but we are Bobby, dude, that song pumped you up, man. Would you work out to that song? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pump-up jam right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Matthew Ramsey, Wiley Coyote, Karaoke Cowboy, and Cold Beer Botanist. I am Eddie Kim, proud DCist, sneaky barman, and highball evangelist. Every week, we share a shift drink and swap war stories from behind the line with chefs, bartenders, bakers, and brewers, and anyone who touches this all-encompassing industry. Uh, this week, we discuss uh, a little bit about fun, fun employment and all the trappings of a life of leisure with uh, our good friend, Ruben Garcia. Until recently, he was the research and development director of Jose Andres Think Food Group. And we were here with one of his bestest of best friends, Babe Pradigit. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Wow. <laughs> you were on the... <laughs> Is that is that your coming really? No, you were you were, you were on the, the 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 discs like pretending to be a DJ. Yeah, I, was, I thought this, to... I thought this was a serious conversation. Yeah. Here. No, yeah. don't worry, Alexia can okay, make that okay. sound way cooler in post, Bobby. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, Bobby, you seem to be doing a little bit of a Benjamin Button thing. You're you you just had your birthday a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You're actually physically getting older, but something has changed, and you look a lot younger. Yeah, I shaved my mustache. Oh, goodbye, oh, mustache. Yeah. You know what I noticed when he kissed me this morning? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the direction this is going. It, did, it didn't have the same feel. Mm. <laughs> um, he, does, he likes, Ruben likes it smooth. To be fair, I, I think you look great, man. I'm trying to look like Eddie Kim. Me. Yeah, you know, so now, yeah, it's just us two. He just needs to... Dye his hair. Two baby faces versus two beards. Yeah, just well, dye your hair. You're about two pieces of uh, denim clothing short, my friend. <laughs> we have the sweatshirt game on, though. What, what, what sweatshirt is this? Make it fancy, uh, says. It's, uh, make it fancy. Uh, it's from BuzzFeed. There's a lady named Rie uh, who turns ordinary things and make it fancy. It's her quote. So Make it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's essentially what you did at Think Food Group, didn't you, Ruben? We wow. make a wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> transition. Hey, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking good. about it all week. Wow, what a transition. Yeah. Actually, you know, today is my first day outside of uh, Think Food Group uh, after 16 years. <laughs> oh my God, we have you yeah. on your first day of freedom. Yeah. Wow. And, and look at you, you're already drinking at 3 o'clock, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you say that I'm drinking before? <laughs> Does it feel like freedom? Does it already uh, think about the next project? I already work at the next project. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, let's, 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 let's just let's tease slide this out into a that. Bit. Let's slide into that. We're not, we're not ready yet. <laughs> we're not ready. 
Um, well, let's I say before we get too far into it, let's uh, let's cover some week in review. Um, some big week in district. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is a little bit of a week old, but I uh, just wanted to shout out to um, B. Smith, who uh, is a restaurateur. She had a number of restaurants in D.C. and Manhattan. She passed away a little bit over a week ago. Um, she was a great kind of uh, uh, harbinger of hospitality, and especially Lifestyle for being guru. like one of the first African American females to be, you know, get a celebrity chef status. So, um, yeah, yeah, there's a great um, uh, piece on her in New York Times or a lot of other publications are writing about her. Um, we all saw the buzz this week. James Beard final, uh, semifinalist came out this week. All of DC was included. It was a good number. Yeah, this is great, great representation. The Mid Atlantic, also best new uh, restaurants. John Seibert, Tale of Goat. <laughs> Um, Angel Berlito for uh, who's under Rising Star Chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we have uh, Chala Chala from Green Almond Pantry. She's yes. on there. Daniela Moreira. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, we'll have Bruce to see. Now, Thummy. All, all you guys, congratulations, everybody. Mm-hmm. We have about a well month. Deserved. Next month we'll see the the shortlist, mm-hmm. and then we'll all cry when we watch the award ceremony. <laughs> now, Eddie, Eddie, you put this in, and I think it's amazing. The Public Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, okay, so we are a food podcast, and we all talk about flavor, so let's talk oh, about... Oh, we're keeping it fresh. Flavor, Dude, flavor your transitions flavor. are sick. I know. I know. I am on... This is what happens when you don't get that much sleep, and you're sick from coronavirus. Um, oh. Hey. I'm, I'm sniffling. Uh, <laughs> Public Enemy has officially kicked out Flavor Flav because there was a little bit of dispute over a planned event in L.A. with Bernie Sanders to support his campaign. Flavor Flav did not agree with it. Is it he's, yeah, he's, he swings pretty ridiculous in the well in all things, but uh, I think especially politically. But Bernie or Flavor? Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess an argument could be made for both, but um, but yeah, that's unfortunate because Flavor was just. They're, they're doing a comeback tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess all the posters. <laughs> who knows? Who knows if this was just like a one, like a twenty-four hour news uh, thing? But uh, goodbye, Flava. Well, speaking of uh, coronavirus, um, they've been saying that a you need to stack up on all the things, of course, just like in any disaster. But um, we've been noticing differences, uh, especially Chinese restaurants are apparently reporting huge losses in sales because of. Uh, well, overt racism in America, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed anything? Uh, Not just pointing at you because you're Asian, but, you know, I mean, it, you it, a lot of people are, don't know. Mm, no, I, I, it's been fine for us, but, I mean, I definitely had read about that, too, but the Chinese restaurant, I think it's just speculation. Bobby's yeah. riding the wave of three stars over here. <laughs> Congrats, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> he, uh, he always was my... Uh, Third star. Ooh, I'm blushing. So who's, who's I'm Asian glowing. <laughs> Stop it. Get this man a mezcal. <laughs> um, also, we have some uh, pop-ups and openings happening. Yeah, some random things happening around town. Uh, the Daru pop-up is going to be at Dami on March 31st. Uh, they've already their tickets are already on sale. I believe most of them are already gone. So if you haven't already picked one up, do it now. And if we know from anything from previous. Daru pop-ups. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's our man, Dante. Uh, Neptune Room is now open in Brightwood Park. Those are the folks from Showtime. one of our favorite dive bars, Showtime, yeah. in Bloomingdale. Uh, two years in the process, finally open. Newest dive bar, 
um, well, Die Fish Bar. But uh, we were Fuck excited. Fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, just a little shout out. Um, New Kitchens on the Block just came out. Um, I'm going to be there debuting some uh, cold beer stuff, but there's a lot of interesting talent and concepts in the mix. So uh, definitely go check that out at Mess Hall. Yeah, yeah. April 5th. Well, let's move on to what are we drinking? What was a shift drink that you wanted, Ben? Mezcal. Mezcal. Any kind of mezcal. Do you have a favorite mezcal? Uh, mine. <laughs> Do you have your own Do you mezcal? Have your mezcal? <laughs> it's not in the U.S. yet, but it will be soon. Maldita Ooh. locura. Yes, we've been producing it for the last year and uh, working on the label right now and approval in the U.S., so it will be here. Oh, shit. Really soon, yeah. You just got cow. out. You just got unseated as the best transition ever. Jeez Louise. Well done. <laughs> or maybe we planned it all along. Let you know uh, when it's here, and then we'll do another podcast. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. When, um, what kind of varietal is it? Is it the... Uh, so what, we, what, have, what uh, we have uh, Espadin, uh, mm-hmm. Cuiche, and then uh, Barril. Okay. Uh, why? Uh, what about Mezcal did you, like, kind of inspired you to start make, producing your own? Well, first of all, everything came uh, from so many trips to, to Mexico, no? Mm-hmm. Um, I came to the U.S. with the idea of uh, traveling around the world, and I got stuck here, but... The good thing I kept, I kept traveling. So, uh, Mexico always was a really easy uh, getaway, and uh, and I and I made a really good friends in Mexico and uh, Mexico City, and I got to visit uh, Oaxaca a few years ago, and I fell in love of Oaxaca, their traditions and the magic that you know that state have uh, Mexico, and obviously you know since you're in Oaxaca, so you have to drink mezcal and. I got like really inspired by Mezcal. If you understand, it's inspired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on my second glass here. I'm, I'm definitely inspired. I mean, we've talked about that before of how, you know, particularly wine wine folks, but even all chefs, they just all gravitate towards Mezcal. Yeah, well, it's, it's an amazing uh, alcohol. No, it's amazing uh, this distillate. The thing is, like, uh, to be Mezcal, uh, the 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 steps they need to follow. You know, the rules and the the laws that they're behind. So if you can put in your bottle that you are a methcal um, uh, product, they're so tight, you know. And everything comes to, you know, a really traditional, really handcraft uh, product. Uh, normally there are little families that they've been producing this for years. Uh, and they have their particular way to do it. And they're really respectful to traditions and ingredients. And so basically, you know, everything reflects to... Uh, the final product where you're having, you know, a mezcal which has been cured and it's been like taken care of since the you know the beginning of uh, their production and you know that's what what it is you know each single bottle is a completely different even if it's the same producer who does it every year using the same uh, type of agave you know everything is going to be different and that's the beauty of it you know? yeah the beauty. so you, you're drinking you're drinking story. You're drinking the story of the family. You're drinking the story of Oaxaca, of Mexico. So um, these are single varietal. These are ensembles. These are uh, your, your mezcal. Is it, is it single? Single varietals. Yeah, single for um, now. Yeah. And uh, wh- where are you? Uh, where are you producing? Uh, in uh, in Oaxaca, in the state of Oaxaca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And Bobby, you're going to be celebrity brand ambassador for said mezcal. Yes, you're the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah I should. Yeah, right next but, to like, George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. By the way, I I find it very uh, 
nice when how you say mezcal can you say it again mezcal that's no, that's not how you say it. How do you Me- say it? Mezcal. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a Oaxacan accent, right? <laughs> um, that's amazing. So, I mean, you said you started this project maybe a, a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. So I have uh, one of my best friends. He lives in in Mexico City. He used to be my first chef when I was a at culinary school. And he, you know, we end like reconnecting after all these years in Mexico City. Uh, weird, but sad how it happened. So, so many trips to go seeing him and so many trips together going to Oaxaca, so many nights of uh, inspiration. So, we come to the idea where, hey, should we put together our own Metcal brand? And everything started like a year and a half ago. Right on. Yeah. Uh, so, we have uh, someone working uh, 100% in our, the brand uh, back in, in Oaxaca. We have our own. Um, distiller, our own master. Uh, we are working on the label right now, so hopefully we'll be here really soon. And and are you at a point where you can share the the, the name? Yeah, Maldita Locura. There we go. Has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> Maldita Locura basically means like uh, crazy madness, you know, and basically that's what happens when you drink a lot of mezcal. What you happened know. to you? Yeah, but <laughs> next, day, next day you say, oh, that was crazy. So <laughs> that's basically what, what he means. No hangover. Um, and I, how did you ar- ar- arrive at these, at, you said Cushy, Baril, and uh, Espadin? Yeah. How did, how did you choose these? Uh... Well, we, the, the first thing is um, our brand, it goes out, um, uh, everything. The most important thing in our brand is the producer, is the master. Yeah, so this is like, uh, uh, f- uh, fourth generation family that are doing mezcal. Um, uh, they're doing a they're really particular way because this is the way they learn, you know, and they never change. And they always work with the same uh, varietal of uh, of uh, agave. Um, and he does an amazing, you know. So why to change it? I mean, this is what you yeah. know. Uh, he's been learning for so many years. Right on. Espadine takes what eight years to kind of come into its. Yeah, I mean, Espadin is the, the, the grower, the fast it grows, you know, between 8 to 10 years, depends on uh, what area is in Mexico. Uh, obviously, you know, it's a domesticated uh, agave, so there's uh, some GMO, you know, into it. Uh, my, I guess my, my follow-up question is, where were you 8 years ago? Probably just here. <laughs> Probably didn't drink a mezcal already. <laughs> Um, actually, let's uh, let's let's move on to your next segment. Yeah, yeah. Let's say learn a little bit about where you've been for eight years and before that. Uh, a little something we call two truths, one lie. Two lies, one truth. Oh wait a minute! Uh, yeah, two lies, one truth. Wait, what? Wait, <laughs> two truths, one lie. How did that happen? That's a new thing, <laughs> That's right? Confused. This is live, be folks. We're getting pranked. <laughs> it's definitely two truths, one lie. <laughs> it is. Wow, what a prank! <laughs> Who was that? It's probably Jack. I guess I'm definitely Jack. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thanks, that was Jack. amazing. Uh, Bobby, are you? Do you know these? Do you want to play along with us? Yeah, is Bobby uh, working the, for us or against us? That I want, that's what I want. Are, are these two truths about your relationship with each other? <laughs> Maybe it's a lie. Hey, no questions. No hey. questions. All right, Ruben, you know the story. Two lies, one Bobby. truth. Actually, I thought it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Two truths, Two one, truths lie. one lie. 
Hit okay. us. Um, obviously, I don't have to say if it's a true or lie. Huh? No, mm-hmm. no, we'll figure it out. No, we got this. We got okay, this. Okay, let's go. Um, uh, let's go to the first one. I'm truly in love with uh, Bobby. <laughs> how could <laughs> I that? Oh. I don't know. How, how could I, you not? That's, that has to be a fact. Actually, it's funny because like, he doesn't let me kiss him. So, true story. <laughs> yeah. He's shaking his head. Does that mean you, you actually do let him kiss you? That's yeah. awesome. I don't know. We have, uh, we'll figure it out later. Oh. Spanish. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the Spanish thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Kisses. Boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? What else? Um, I'm um, going to Japan tomorrow. What? Holy jamoli. And um, I. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, that was very uh, okay. sudden. Okay. Thank you, Batman. <laughs> and uh, I have in hands uh, one of the most impressive uh, projects ever going to happen in DC, hopefully. Oh, wait, so... Now you have to say something. No, you're not going to go to Japan. <laughs> He's definitely in love with, with yeah. our friend Bobby here. I don't know. And the last one was a, a major project in D.C. Major project in D.C. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to Japan. You're not going to Japan. You're not, you're going, not going to Japan. Japan. I'm not going to Japan. You're not going to Japan. God, that'd be good, though. As, I'm not going as, to Japan. As Bobby They're would good, say, holy jamoli. Yeah. So um, you, but you've been to Japan. I mean, yes, been. yes, okay. That's amazing. Uh, all right, so I guess that kind of teases uh, what's 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 this major project? What's the major project? Are you gonna let us know? No, no. <laughs> Does he do this to you? I don't know. No, you know, I mean, uh, so I've been working. I've been here in DC for 16 years, yes. and uh, I came directly working with Jose because we have a, a long relationship before. In I used to work in Albuji. Uh, through Southern Michelin with um, um, Albert uh, Ferrandria. So it's when I met Jose. And after five years working at Bulli, so I said, hey, you know what? I want to travel. I want to, you know, try, try different things. So he offered me a work here. So, you know, after 16 years working with Jose, after opening 30 restaurants, uh, you know, fuck. and two, star, two restaurants with two stars Michelin and a lot of uh, good, good, good things. Um, I think it was it was time for me to you know keep going and find my my path you know so I'm gonna be partnership with uh, my one of my best friends uh, is uh, Richie Richie Brandenburg who's he's the billion mind behind Sorry, uh, Union Market and uh, La Cosecha yeah he's the uh, the director of culinary strategy for Eden's, Eden's yes. yes exactly so we we just partnership uh, are we going to hold hands in the our next uh, project awesome. Uh, there's unfortunately right now there's not much I can say because you know how this work. I wish I could start talking loudly, but it's gonna be really really soon. It's a sub it's a big project. Uh, includes uh, DC community into it, okay. so we're really we're really excited at the time we can start talking about it and uh, start talking with our folks and right on. And hopefully we all end in working together. Excited. I mean, like first, yeah, just finding someone you can work with and starting the. Hand holding process is. Eddie and I have held hands before. <laughs> yes, we have. Um, Bobby and I have not held. Well, hands. that just means we have to get Richie Brandenburg on here and hold and get him drunk too, and see what he can divulge. <laughs> we'll do it one at a time, Bobby. You, we'll well, no, what about time. what about the time we can start talking about it? We come here. Yeah, together. with oh. your mezcal, man. That's ugly. 
Um, so yes, I mean, this is literally your first day of being unemployed. I'm guessing it was a big weekend uh, emotionally for you. Uh-huh. That seemed to be a big a celebration at yeah, Bar. Yeah. A lot of re- old faces returned for family yeah. meal. Uh-huh. Um, including Bobby, Bobby came, included. yeah. How, how was the feeling in the room? I think it felt good. It felt yeah. good. Um, 16 years r- running yeah. all the restaurants, essentially. That's like over half my age. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Ruben. Um, Is this with or without the mustache? <laughs> I don't know. It comes and goes. Um, I mean, are there are there any kind of like leaving ceremonies that happen uh, at mini bar, at mini bar? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I have to say it's been like this last few days have been like really emotional, you know. And, uh, it took this is one of the uh, the, the most important um, decisions I ever took in my life, you know, leaving uh, a family to build another family, you know. I feel, even if I'm living with Tifo Group, I know that, you know, I feel like always will be my family. You know, Jose has been so kind always, uh, so thoughtful and helpful with me. And it's, even today, you know, I mean, it's been like really, really supportive with right my on. idea, my, my, my future. Uh, so it's been really, you know, a, a ro- ro- roller coaster of uh, emotions. Um, I'm not an easy person to cry, but they made me cry a few times, you know, this uh, past weekend. Um, no. Just a lot of yeah. th- a lot of hours spent with uh, you know a lot of uh, uh, friends. Yeah, they're not truffle fireworks. Truffle fireworks. Truffle fireworks. Yeah, uh, in China Chilcano. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I saw Chef Weiss all signed by everyone, part of the entire team. Yes. I believe. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to be holding on to that for a while. Um, and then I think there was one of your quotes that was written on the board, which was uh, what do "Don't I fight. Don't fight. You can't you fight can't nature. You can't fight nature. What does that mean?" Well, you know, as a, as a chef, uh, we all full of shit, you know. We all, come on, let's be let's be clear on that. Meaning that we always um, um, <coughs> have this. Uh, bless you. you. We always have these uh, big big plans in our heads, uh, big ideas for dishes, for projects, for everything. At the end of the day, you know what what it comes, you know. Um, reality is just if you are able to do it, and if it tastes good or not. You know, and uh, I used to say that to everyone working with me, you know, because uh, uh, they're trying to do things that they were unnatural, you know, they're trying to force nature of things, you know, trying to create dishes where they are uh, part of a dream, of part of, uh, uh, um, you know, um, they were unreal, so, you know, if you cannot make it real, yeah. you know, sometimes it's just you can find nature, you know, just uh, keep moving, keep going, you know. And, and did Ruben? tell you this when you were working at minibar um i'll tell you i'll tell you so many things yeah he told me a lot of things (laughs) some are traumatizing some are very inspiring um you know all in all but uh you know try to feed off of uh you know chef's uh you know energy trying to as a young cook you're just trying to you know learn from who you consider is the best and what is going to uh you know, put forward into, you know, the career, you know, like, I guess, like, what I'm trying to do with the family business. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Try not to fuck it up, right? Don't so fuck it up. That's my second quote that I have written down, <laughs> mm-hmm. which a, a number of people have tagged online as well, which is, have fun, but don't fuck it up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not... Are yeah. you going to take credit for that one? Well, that's not <laughs> easier way to say it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, the, the don't fight nature as well. It comes yep. to, we complicate our life so much sometimes, you know. 
uh, restaurants are a difficult, difficult operation, and sometimes uh, we complicate our lives so much, and we don't see that the magic and the the the, the most impactful things are in the simplicity of our food, you know, that we do sometimes. So trying to keep it simple and humble and delicious, you know, it's a, it's it's a, it's the formula that I, I try to do. Um, you've seen a lot of trends in modern gastronomy over the last 16 years um, and you you were at the forefront of a lot of those things are there things that you would no longer would necessarily go back to anymore like tools that you wouldn't necessarily hit up or are there I mean are, are, is anything passe at this point in time or are there new things that are happening in modern gastronomy that yeah, I mean, got you titillated obviously there's trends always no yeah um I don't, there's nothing, there's nothing that I learned, something, there's nothing that I went through uh, all my years of career here, here in the U.S. and in, back in Spain that I wouldn't use, you know, I mean, that would be dumb for me, um, but definitely there were times on, you know, where you want to use more things like the time where the spumas or the hot gelatins or the spheres or all that, you know, it was trendy, so, you know, it's like, it's like style, like, you know, I mean, Bands they yeah. came back a few years ago, you know, and then everyone's using bands, you know. So, do you feel? I, like, think, I mean, do you feel your sta- your their style, your 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 vibe has changed? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Years? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's more mature, you know. I know, I know what I want, you know. Before, before you were just uh, following a trend, you know. You follow a trend. You follow in your mentors, obviously. You know, you follow in the the philosophy you know, of the house where you where you work. Uh, fortunately, you know, in the last, uh, the last 16 years, you know, Jose gave me so much freedom and to be myself, you know, that, that helped me to, to, to be who I am today. Not only professionally, but personally. Uh, yeah, there's a few, there's a, there's, there are dishes I did in the past, I will do it, I wouldn't not do it anymore, you know, just because I don't think they're good, just because I think like, you know, that was just, you know, uh, different steps that they, they took me where I, where I am today, yeah. you know, more, I think like it's more a more mature uh, idea of uh, what my cuisine it is today. How about like, do you have one dish in mind that you want to just retire from from not from mini bar, but from you personally that you probably don't ever want to do again? Um, oof, I could say one, but probably someone will get mad. So, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> No, as I said, you know, it's it's just all part of the process. No? It is. It's all part of the process. You know, as I'm really proud of everything that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I never feel like I'm being the creator uh, or the mastermind just behind of uh, everything that we create. You know, it's uh, you're as good as the people who surround you. you know? uh, just a certain time you pick the people who you want around you. But most all the time, there are the, they are the ones who pick to be with you, yeah. you know. So it's, everything is a uh, teamwork, you know. Um, I wasn't spending all the nights in minibar, you know. I was uh, other projects. And so at the end, you know, the, the real heroes and the real people, you know, who brings the, 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 the magic every night, you know, is the, who is there, you know, on time, every day, working, putting all the hours. So that the, the, they are the real craftsmen, you know, yeah. behind all of that. I, I got to imagine... With you starting your own project, you are kind of taking the same role as Jose and bringing in people and training them. Like, are you? 
is that the role that you want now? Or yeah, just definitely. Where it's like now yeah. you are the one fostering talent, which you haven't, you've been doing for years already. I mean, look at Bobby with his crazy hair and everything. That's I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is, it's, it's kind of like the evolution, natural evolution of a chef. This is what you're going to be now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, you know, guy. I'm, you know, we always have, we all have our egos, you know, and as a young chef, uh, I have my own ego. And uh, with the time, with the time you learn that you were completely wrong, you know, you learn that you are as good as we said before, you're as good as the people surround you, you know. Um, and then you learn how powerful, and then you learn how powerful, you know, it is uh, uh, having a, a team surrounded of a team which are passionate and they want to share ideas and they want to do things and then and they aren't scared to to fuck it up <laughs> you know so yeah i mean this is what i've been doing for all 16 years uh obviously you know with 30 restaurants you cannot be on all of them at once so you need to create a good team you need to trust them you need to empower them to be better uh and the best uh, you know and the best satisfaction you you can have is i see people you know leaving the restaurant and doing their own business and be successful like i said it's a bobby you know in this case uh which is uh johnny sparrow uh you know and there's uh, katsuya fukushima which was one of the the earliest uh, uh chef it's uh, jorge hernandez which is right now back in texas uh, running a big operation and uh, and just because you know no one of these people they were like born with a magic one, you know, uh, uh, superpowers, you know, it's uh, people who, you know, they believe and they, they work hard and they just needed a house, they just needed a place where they could yeah. do whatever they want. And uh, that was, our, you know, and that's what TFG, that's what Jose's world is. And that's how, you know, we feel empowered because we empower people. And that's, I'm going to keep doing that, obviously, you know, I think like, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant from Spain, but I always felt like DC, you know, uh, was my home because I always felt, you know, the community accepted me, accepted me, you know, uh, since the get-go, and I always felt like really welcome. And, and I saw, you know, in 16 years, I was in Jaleo, DC, you know, and the Capital One Arena wasn't built, and uh, I, I love to go to 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 Chinatown because uh, coming from me from Spain was like. I never had this approach to, you know, to another culture cuisine, and it was just two blocks up, but I have to go through what it was before, you know, that, you know, uh, there was a place uh, that is absolutely not like today, you know, um, and you see the, how the, the city evolved, you know, and uh, right now, you know, a few years ago, we are recognized by Michelin, Michelin you know, and uh, we have all these... Uh, uh, folks from New York that they want to come here from different parts. So, you know, I mean, this is a fucking amazing place to be right now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's so it's uh, really exciting. Uh, there's a lot of talent. Uh, there's a lot of friends that we we grow together here in DC. I just want to do something. You know, I want to keep celebrating that partnership. I want I want to do something that's you know, uh, I can we can collaborate to make this uh, city even better. Is what it is. I think that's at the. I mean. That gets to the point that, like, that's kind of what makes the D.C. food scene so great is that people are reinvesting themselves into the energy of the city. And people that are in the industry in D.C. fucking love D.C. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Um, as somebody that's held the, the title uh, director of creativity, 16 years of, 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 of being this creative force, how do you maintain that? Like, what, what, what inspires you at this point? What, what pushes you? 
Um, well, I mean, so many, so many different things, you know. Uh, no normally in spring, summer, you're more inspired than winter. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is how the body works. But you're always uh, trying to challenge yourself, you know, and you need, to, you need to know, you need to accept it that not all the ideas are going to come from you, you know. Yeah. Uh, so sharing ideas is always really powerful because uh, you just uh, listen yourself and sometimes you just notice that that idea is so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But someone cuts that idea, you know, and it's part of the conversation and it becomes something else, you know. So I think, you know, uh, being creative is uh, being open and being communicative, communicative and learn how to listen and uh, translate sometimes uh, someone's idea, you know. And this is, uh, and you, uh, your ears are open like that, so, you know, there are thousands of ideas that are going to come to your head all the time, you know. Yeah. If you close yourself thinking, oh, no, I'm the shit, I'm the shit, I'm the shit, you're, you're, you're going to eat shit. It's <laughs> the, the, the beginning of the decline. Exactly. Uh, Bobby, you, uh, you work out a lot. Where do you find your inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of when you're doing the squats? Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, you know, just CrossFit helps me to alleviate stress. Um, you know, trying to, you know, the goal is to, you know, for my parents to not work as much, but uh, I find that it's actually almost impossible to do that because uh, one, like, you know, it's it's a lot. You know, like we have four restaurants, and you know, it's 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 kind of like you know, like you you can only be at one place at one time, so. I just like try my best to do it, but you know, like I think like finding a balance is always important too. So making commitment to time, um, and then you know always trying to stay in good shape because once you go into you know any of your places, you gotta you gotta move, think, you know, you gotta act faster than the people that you know work around you. You know, so yeah. I've I've had to yeah. start riding my bike a lot more recently, and I've realized how much that previously helped me kind of hone my, my creative power because mm -hmm. I would just get all the endorphins mm -hmm. bumping and, and uh, I would always have just kind of clarity of thought and, and fun mm -hmm. ideas after I would ride. So, I don't know. I don't have a single unique thought in my head anymore. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Internet. You ruined us all. Uh, yeah. um, let's actually take a very quick break. Um, refill our glasses, reset a little bit. Uh, you're listening to Shift Drink on Full Service Radio, where we're here with Bobby and Ruben just talking about everything creativity in the past 16 years in D.C. Hot jams. Thank you. 
artist Keto. For more information, visit Listening to Shift Drink. I'm Matthew Ramsey. I'm Eddie Kim, <laughs> and, and we're here with uh, a very strong bromance that is brewing, has been brewing for quite a long time. Can we talk? Like, Bobby, you were the usher that brought Ruben to the podcast. Like, I think so. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why did you want to bring him on? But then, like, how is this relationship start? You know, other than just being mentor mm-hmm. and mentee, there's got to be something more to that, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. If you know, but like, you know, I've, I've heard about, you know, like Jose since like high school and, you know, hearing about mini bar and, you know, at the time it was, you know, very, you know, avant-garde, a lot of fun singing. That's when I started getting into like cooking. I just want to like learn different things and like start hearing about, you know, Ruben and the team at the time. I mean, some of them are still there, still there, which is incredible. Um, and then like, I know like I try to like see if I can get some like, you know, internship opportunities and it's a very small team at the time and so it's like you know they were not, not looking for people and then um you know and then also like i also wanted to work for johnny spiro because i hear about him and then like when things kind of like came about with you know minibar relocating to a bigger space bigger team and then johnny working there and then ruben so long it was like uh, you know i would like drive down from corner school in upstate new york to come down and try try to stage and try to get a job and I was lucky enough to get one right after I graduated, and then when I got to work, it was just like a lot of things like accumulated with these goals I wanted to like you know mini bar Ruben and you know Johnny Sparrow. So you were at the 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 first the first mini bar in the uh, American Eats. Uh... No 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 I I was at the the re, the uh, relocation yeah, one, yeah, with, okay. which is where it is but you know I, it was inside of like you said Cafe Lanico and it was a very Lanico, small yeah. team so it's like you know you're not like looking for extra people it's just like you're at this literally it's a bar. Yeah. It's not like it's not like El Bui, which has like a million people working no. there. No, it's no. much smaller the, the, team. The first uh, mini bar was, I mean, you could you couldn't fit more than four people working there. Crazy. Crazy. At the time, at the time, uh, sometimes Jose says for service, uh, someone had to leave the <laughs> station. <laughs> Jose takes up two people. Let's let's be honest. Wow. Oh, not size wise, like personality wow. wise. Wow. Personality, oh, personality oh, wise. Oh, looks around oh. you right now. Oh. Wow. If I were you, I'd be sweating right now. <laughs> he's a humanitarian. He looks. He's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I uh, the people that I you know work with like still keep in contact like Johnny and Ruben, people that I, like you know like look up to and trying to you know get to where I want to be. So I try to like stay in touch even though I'm no longer with you know working at Minibar and like trying to do my own thing with my family and like 
I think staying in touch and like trying to like ask for you know help and advice and see how things are going like you know I mean I even bought a, a bike from him oh yeah, sure. I w- went to, yeah I went to his house <laughs> and um, he was like you know making a birthday cake for, for his daughter and I think that was like you know incredible to see like the different side you know but uh, you know like you know just outside of work it's like you know trying to keep that relationship too so you know I, I try to I remember um, I don't know sometime after I finished and I was at an event with uh, you know Ruben was you know the DC Green event and then I was like you know we're just talking how things going and he was um, you know I was saying to him like you know I'm trying to be like you one day and he was like he said uh, <clears throat> you know just you know don't be like me just you know just do what you do and I I kind of like thought about it for a second because it's like think that like I feel like when you're a young chef you try to be as great as like uh, the people that you're loyal to like the chef for instance but you know you, you, sh- you shouldn't be identical to them you should try to get up to I guess their level but like do it in your own way so that's what I was trying to do so find your own voice yeah so I mean he told me like straight up like just very bluntly and I just I was like oh um and then uh I kind of it gave me like a very quick realization that you know maybe I, uh I should try to you know get to that level but then do it what how I want to do it how and you know with with law food you know in our restaurant you know and, and in the DC community so you know, I'm I'm still working out there now, but uh, it's been great. And like, you know, being having still have that that relationship with you know with Ruben, it's it's incredible. So it shows that, you know, how much I have respect for him and trying to gain that respect back. So it's been great, honestly. When was the yeah. last two you two cooked together outside of uh, like a restaurant, just like mm. hanging out? It's probably like the DC. Oh, the DC event. Event, yeah. 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 It's still, great event. Yeah. I still I have to go to your restaurant uh, and stash. Oh, that's true. Yes, yeah. yes. My, my mother has been asking, actually. Yeah, oh, that's, right. that's going to be a night. Like, to tell now me. I have time. <laughs> <laughs> now we can create time for that. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Where, where, uh, do you get a free meal with a stage? At, uh... <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Family meal. I mean, that's... that's Every meal's going to come with a spuma uh, or something. That's Chef Sang's, uh, you know, however she wants to. But, you know, she's, uh, she's very uh, specific about who, like, can stage with her because... You know, she's very like iffy about you know sharing you know things and you know she doesn't want she really doesn't want like yeah, a westerner tickets. for instance like trying to open why are you looking at me when you say that I, have, I don't know <laughs> you asked the question so I was like you know so I'm answering to you <laughs> not looking at you specifically so um, you were 15 Ruben you were 15 when you decided to go into cooking uh-huh. right I think your oldest is around that age now Fourteen. Yeah. 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 Um, have they decided what they want to do, or what if they decide? They no, they he doesn't. Follow, he doesn't follow in your footsteps. No, no we don't, I don't know yet. You know, you know, it's a different. Uh, they're different kids right now. They're completely different. You know, it's not better and worse. It's just different. You know? uh, I used to play out the street, you know, with my friends always and get in trouble, and and then he plays with his friends all every day, but through the PlayStation. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally it's wild. Now. It's it's a, way it's, a it's a it's a you know, um, but you've trained so many chefs like yeah like you Bobby know I mean, and, and you Johnny know I remember and, yeah they're like all kids to you right maybe yeah no not kids <laughs> you know you know that's something something that um, after all these years you know working with uh, so many people that there's talented or not talented you know uh, something that I learn and I tell to everyone you know uh, at the end of the day uh, what I value the most. It's not the talent of the person, it's the attitude. Sure. Yeah. And uh, even Bobby, you know, being like a really green, just coming from 
uh, the culinary school. Uh, his head, you can see every day, he was spinning. He Everyone was could see his head yeah. from a mile away. From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor, Bob, poor Bobby. Bobby, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, poor Bobby. We've got you, Eddie. <laughs> we only say these things because we love you, Bobby. <laughs> But, you know, he, have, uh, he had, uh, he, he still have, you know, the amazing attitude, you know, where, you know, uh, he wants to learn. He, he, he celebrates when he, you know, he does well. He pushes himself, you know, to do better. And that's, uh, you know, an attitude that's uh, completely necessary, completely uh, healthy to have, you know, in the kitchen. You know? So, you know, a guy who, you know, punish himself with something is wrong. I mean, what else do you have to tell him? You know, like, well, keep going. Huh? So takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an issue today, you know, with uh, all these uh, young gener generations that they want to be a chef. Uh, uh, when I was a child, I wanted to be a chef because I like to eat them, um, you know, and do things with my hands. And, and not necessarily I have really clear that I wanted to be a chef. By the time I started working in the kitchen at the school, I said, oh, yeah, shit, this is what I wanted to do. Uh, today, you know, there's uh, mostly all the kids that want to be chef because they want to be top chef. Well, yeah, they want it, to it, be, it means something totally different. It's, 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 yeah, a different approach, you know. It's like, chefs are do you want to be a chef working in a restaurant uh, seven days? Uh, well, not seven days, but, you know, it's a restaurant. Yeah, nine seven, nine days a week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you really want to be a chef or, or this is that image that you see through Bravo TV that right. you want to be, you know. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, and mm -hmm. it's, it creates... You know, sorry, Bravo, but you fuck it up. You know, you create a mm. lot of uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> bad um, a, ideas. You know, uh, sword, that yeah. was good for a culinary school. You know, I mean, I'm sure the, the culinary school for the last uh, 10 years I made more money than uh, ever in the story. You know, mm. uh, but you know, I mean, how many kids are after they finish their graduation, they're still working on the kitchen? You know, probably I don't know, three percent, two percent. You know, the the reality is that you know it's a hard uh, profession. You know. Uh, you need to like it. You need to to have like a, a thick skin sometimes. You know the you know to eat you proud, eat you your pride. You know and then and then keep going. And that's why I'm saying you know uh, uh, attitude is uh, the most important thing. Cool. I remember even, good attitude. Even mm. in, in like in culinary school, this is a while now, a while ago now. But uh, like I think I started off with a class of like 35, 38 people. Four of us graduated. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those things that until you're in this process and, and cooking and doing this is the lifestyle that you're like, eh, this is either for me or not me. Uh, and then people also put in their time and they get burnt out and mm -hmm. decide that maybe it's time for an adjustment. I took one culinary course ever in my lifetime. What was it? <laughs> it was it was cook it was culinary arts for non majors. <laughs> <laughs> It was still pretty intense. Anyways, I'm not going to pretend like I'm on any single level with you guys, but uh, uh, no, I can see. I can see that there's, there's, there, it can be very, very difficult to get through the process. Well, let's move to our, our final game, real quick, shall we? A little thing we call rapid, rapid fire. fire. Time for the payback. Rapid fire. I had a thought that Jack might have also pranked us with these next <laughs> ones too. And that like, it's going to be like, super slow fire. Slow drizzling rain. All right. Tip of the tongue. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Well, a little backstory on this. Bobby, a couple of years ago, did a 
Jello wrestling. Oh, that's right. With another chef in DC. <laughs> that'll that'll never disappear. Um, and that was at mess hall years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. It never happened again. But yeah. <laughs> Ruben, raining raining jam. If you were to Jello wrestle any chef in DC, who would it be? <laughs> and not necessarily someone you think you're going to win against. Come on, let's like do a fair fight. And it cannot be well, in this room. I mean, I, I have to say Bobby. I mean. <laughs> Bobby is the reigning champ. Reigning let's champ. It, let's make it fun. He's, going for, he's going for the top. <laughs> Bobby was like actually vicious. I'm gonna be honest. I saw the video of it. <laughs> Savage. Yep. That was that uh, was with Sacha. Yeah, former Sacha. mini bar alum as well. Yeah. Do you guys? Is there a shared movie that you guys watch together that you love to watch together, or that you guys? Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, we haven't. Uh, we, haven't, we, haven't mo- we haven't done that yet. Movie let's go to a movie tonight. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Create some, create some new John Wick memories. Yeah, I heard Emma's out. You, you two would love that movie. Emma? Emma. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> that was very funny. It's funny for me. Um, this question always backfires on me, but Ruben, when was the last time you failed and learned something from it? Every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I start, something I didn't tell you before, uh, I started cooking... I started going to the culinary school because I was a horrible student. I don't know what to do with my life. And if it wouldn't be for my father that he pushed me to go to culinary school, I wouldn't be here today. So, you know, I'm a pretty good expert of failing. Mm. I don't go that. It's, it's part of the process. <laughs> was, your, was your father also, does he at all into the food? No, 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 no. You know, I just came one day home and I was like 15, 15 years old, you know, um, after high school, and I had to decide what to do with my life. I said, okay, I'm not going to college. Um, that's not for me. And last day of school, my, one of my best friends told me, ah, I'm going to a culinary school to learn how to be a chef. And the first thing came to my mind. It's like, are you kidding me? Do I have to study to be a chef? So I had this conversation with my father, and my father you know, saw an opportunity there, and um, that's why uh, I went to culinary school. But yeah, not good student. If you weren't a chef, what else would you be? Um, homeless. <laughs> Aren't most chefs homeless anyway? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I um, I always um, uh, as a child, I was always you know really identify with sports. I was good with sports, so who knows? Maybe sports or something with my hands. You know, drawing or or cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, creative people often have a lot of different creative. Endeavors is, is drawing or painting. Is that something that you do on the side or at home? No, no anymore. I used to do it. No anymore. Um, the truth thing is, like after after a twelve fourteen hours of uh, you know work, sometimes yeah, it's not every day. Hopefully, <laughs> but sometimes you know, it's just you know, there's no more space of uh, you know yeah you, time, you, time to shut you, it down you, and just yeah 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 you just you just need to chill and disconnect and recharge. I guess now that you're about to go into this new large endeavor, what's your biggest fear? Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I have no fear. No fear. No, no more. No more. Whoa. This is what Seriously, I mean, it's not. It's not want to sound arrogant, you know, but it's a true thing. You know, I, I for a long time I wanted to do something. It's not specifically this, but I was just you know full of shit. You know, I was like, you know, scared. You know, what if, what if, what if? 
There we go. <laughs> what if Matthew Anna. just Matthew just busted his shirt open and I'm, it I'm, says fear eats the, the soul. Soul. Soul's yeah. soul yeah. near your Sorry, crotch my, right there. My, yeah. <laughs> my gut's hiding some things. Fear eats the soul. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that it's going to not, I mean, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be times where, you know, probably I'll, I'll rethink my decisions, you know, but what I learned is that, uh, I mean, you can be, you can be all your life afraid of something and do nothing, you know, I prefer to do the opposite, you know, I prefer to just, you know, just do it. And, uh, and don't, how you say your t-shirt, don't, don't eat my soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a, a a favorite Daniel Day Lewis movie? Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? Uh, he's been many a thing. He's been the butcher. He's been uh, Here, the last Mohi- well, la- one of the last of the Mohicans. Yes, he wasn't the last. But he let's was. Say, how about um, some a little bit more prosaic? How about um, Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts, yeah. really? That's your more prosaic. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Julia Roberts? Did she not do, did like a Nothing Hill or something like that? Like 20,000 yeah. uh, years yeah. ago? Was that her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <Notting> <laughs> <Hill>. <laughs> we got an answer Notting Hill. Yeah. Uh, which also featured Daniel Day Lewis. Um, <laughs> Ruben, what is your final deathbed meal? Coronavirus is taking over. You have one last meal on this planet. What is it? What is healthy, man? He won't die from coronavirus. Probably something that my mom used to cook for me. No, something, something that probably made me cry. Mm. I don't know. Choose a, yeah. I don't know. First thing that comes to your mind. Fry eggs. I love fry eggs. De la madre. With you lots, never, you never cry oil. with fry eggs. Come on, guys. Yeah, let's find out with you. So lots, I'm yeah. lots of olive oil. I'm jealous of people that have cried over meals. I have had multiple friends do these things, and I have never experienced it myself. But I want it to happen so bad. Have you? Have you? Have you cried over? No, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if I had to die, I mean, let's let me cry once. Yeah. Mm. Bobby, have you ever cried over a bite or a, a dish? A bite, maybe. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. I've done it once. Oh. Have you? It? But I was really drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> it still counts. It still emotional. fucking counts. And it was in Tokyo, so, you know. Ah, right. Ah, that doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) What happens in Tokyo? Uh, Well, Ruben, thank you so much. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Bobby. What a gift. Bobby, thank you for bringing... Thank you. I want to kiss you right now, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Save that for later. Bobby, official ambassador for the podcast. Um, We are excited to hear about your next steps, Ruben, uh, your big new project with uh, Richie Brandenburg. Yes. And the Mezcal, which we, you know... We, we need a new official Mezcal sponsor. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, thank, thank you, you guys. On. Yeah. Um, yeah, and good luck for whatever comes up in the future, right? Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you can revisit this week's episode or previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify. Also, what's the other one we have now? Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> Um, and also we're on all the social medias is at shift drink DC. Uh, also, th- you know, we have a Yelp thing. So yeah. Don't, like, don't forget to like give us one star on Yelp. Have, have there, have there been any bad Yelp reviews for you? Uh, uh, on our restaurant? For, for you specifically, Ruben? <laughs> Ca- calling you no, out. specific, no. No? Okay. No. 
That's that should be our next thing, man. Like it's that said to be like a front of the house, mean, front mean of the house tweets, problem. but like just mean Yelp things that mm-hmm. I mean, we just make our guests. I've gone many, many, many. Bad have you? I'm, not many. It's I'm like guessing I have some out there mm-hmm. too. But. Um, a special thank you to Jeffrey Lemereau and our intro music for DJ or and, for our intro music and DJ Rectech for the hilarious sound effects. Next week, uh, we are still trying to get AOC on the show. Um, Bobby has offered to Jello wrestle AOC. And that could be a thank thing you, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. You're gonna have to go through a number of her Secret Service agents, but I think you can handle it. We'll talk to Al Goldberg about these Great. things. Fantastic. Until next time. Thank you very much. Next week. <laughs>